Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Titans Time Podcast, your Tennessee Titans podcast for the Pigskin Podcast Network. I'm your host, Tyler Staggs. As you can see, we got our good buddy, Titans Rossi, back with us again this morning. Got a lot of things to talk about, but before we get into all that, got to tell you how you can support the show, because I really appreciate that. When you support the show, it helps the show grow and can really lead to a better show. First thing you can do is check out the merch. All you have to do is go to titans-time.myshopify.com slash collections slash all. The link will be in the description for the audio version of the podcast and in the YouTube video. Just go copy that, follow the link. It'll take you right to all of our shirts, hats, hoodies. You know, this Tennessee weather can't rule hoodies out right now because... One day it's 70 degrees, and then the next it's back down in the 30s. So definitely check all that out. If you're watching on YouTube right now in the live chat, back out of the live chat, go ahead, hit that like button. Also, make sure you're subscribed. If that subscribe button's red, just click it. Turn it gray. We're trying to hit anywhere between 800 to 1,000 subscribers before the end of this year, and we really appreciate all the help. Share the video out. We want to get as many people in here as we can. You know, we're going to, like I said, we're going to be talking about several things today. And it's awesome to get other people's opinions besides just our own, because there's a lot of times where me and Rossi look at each other, like our our ideas are the same on where this team needs to go. And our thought process is the same. So it's good to get that, uh, you know, change of opinion in here. Great minds think alike. That's right. (laughs) And the audio version will be up later today of this podcast. It'll be on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Make sure to go follow us on there. Follow us, rate us five stars, leave us some comments, questions on there. We, I truly love all the interaction. Again, it makes me go back and rethink things sometimes like, Hmm, so-and-so has a good point here. Maybe I need to uh, really dive into this more and look at what they're saying. So really appreciate that a lot. And now we'll kind of jump into everything. Rossi, thank you again for coming on. And everybody, y'all make sure to go follow him. Go subscribe to him on YouTube, Titans Rossi, and go follow him on Twitter, at Titans Rossi. How you doing this morning, buddy? 
I'm good, man. I'm I'm glad to be on here this morning. I'm glad I could do it. Um, I got to work later, which sucks, but yeah, man, it's it's always good to be on here with you, uh, talking Titans. For sure, man. And before I forget, go follow me on Instagram and Twitter as well. Twitter is Titans underscore time. Instagram, Titans Time Podcast, and Facebook, Titans Time. And we're going to start, we'll hop into some comments here. Uh, Titan Pratt, appreciate you always tuning in, buddy. Uh, I saw last night he had already went on to the live chat, said, what's up, guys? Hope you're doing well this morning. My wife in the chat, let's go, guys. Tighten up. Tighten up says, yep. And... Titan Pratt says, which wide receiver would you take? We'll definitely dive into that a little bit. Um, but first, Rossi, I'm sure you've seen it just like everyone else has seen it. And we haven't really talked about this much, but I am just kind of dumbfounded how so many national media people have the Titans drafting a linebacker in round one with the 26th overall pick of this year's draft. And I, I want to say, Peter Schrager, I know he he has contacts all over. He does his research, everything. And he said he compi- he made this mock draft off of inside information that he's gotten from every GM or whoever his contact is around the league with teams. But yeah. we'll look at this right quick. He has the Titans taking Nicobe Dean from Georgia, which don't get me wrong, great, great linebacker there. He, I mean, first round talent. But when you look at the team needs for the Titans this year, you think of O line, you think of wide receiver, and you think of tight end. I mean that that's the top three that come to my mind. And when you pretty much for this next year, have the starters at linebacker in David Long Jr. and Zach Cunningham. Not to mention you'll have Monty Rice coming back from injury. Yeah. It's like, why would the Titans take a linebacker in round one when more than likely he's he's not going to be the starter for them? I mean, I I guess I can kind of get it because you have David Long Jr. who's on the last year of his contract with the Titans. And then they technically have Zach Cunningham under contract until 2024 unless they decide to part ways with him after this year. But with the salary cap going up, those are two guys that I'm like, okay, Cunningham, they could need be next year. They could restructure his contract again because he played well for us this past year. They restructured him, made some cap room. And David Long Jr., while he's been – great for the Titans when he's come in and played and entered that starting role. I don't think he's a guy that's going to be asking for like top money for like what linebackers are getting. I think they could work out a reasonable contract with him and get him back for a couple more years, which means, Hey, if you want to target a linebacker, look maybe more in the middle rounds versus using that first round pick on one. What's your thoughts on that? Um, first of all, I think he's an idiot and I think that he doesn't, <laughs> it, it's, it's the same thing we see time and time again with all these media guys, you know, they don't know nothing about 
the Titans. He has, you know, he says he has sources and all this stuff. There's no way he's talked to every single GM right. and, and, you know, or, or whoever it is. I mean, yeah. And your wife said in the comments, you know, the Titans are known for surprising us in the draft. And that is, that's very true. And shout out to Carrie, but that <laughs> is very true. Um, they are as, as we know, mm-hmm. but I think, um, I, I just think it's totally wrong. I don't think they're going linebacker at all. Why would they? I mean, it, right. Nicobe Dean is is arguably the best linebacker in this draft. Um, if he if he fell to us, I mean, it is an enticing choice. You know, um, he's he runs a four five forty. Um, the guy is definitely, you know top 15 talent I would say in the draft but I just there's I just don't see any way we we take a linebacker it's these media guys they don't know anything about the Titans it's like last season I mean they're they they don't research the team they don't research the needs I mean these guys are busy they you know they just throw stuff out there on the wall and see if it sticks um and uh I, I think we're going O lineman personally. I, if the right one falls to us, I think we trade back or we go wide receiver depending on who falls to us. Right. And, you know, we'll, I, I have this comment up. Dean is good, but we need a receiver. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's how we're thinking. My wife says maybe it's a tactic to make people think we would take a linebacker to make others stay off the guy we really want. I mean, Hey, it, it could be about mind games this time of year. Yeah. Um, she says the Titans are notorious for keeping tight lipped. This guy's pulling stuff out of his, you know what? <laughs> and then Titan Up says, I wouldn't be surprised it wouldn't be surprised if we took a linebacker since we lost Jayon Brown and Rashawn Evans. Also, it's the Titans. So again, I'm going back to I'm not against taking a linebacker in this draft, but yeah. As far as using the twenty-six pick on them, no. Like, like you mentioned, O line and wide receiver. We know as far as tight ends go, all of those guys aren't really going to start going till like day two of the draft, and it'll be more middle round guys. Yeah. So you don't have to reach for a tight end. And right now, when you look at the linebackers, you would be getting a guy who you're not asking them to come in and start. Like if we, if we needed real help at that position, needed someone to come in and start for us, I'd be fine with this pick. But like you said, there's other needs. We need to protect Tannehill, keep him off of his back as much this year. And we need to get him more weapons, guys who can get open out there on the field and give him, you know, easier throws to make so and i know schrager's not the only one who has mocked yeah there's the a lot of them. i've seen it. yeah uh, and again it just i'm like are y'all really just not paying attention to this team like do you not think that after seeing what david long jr was able to do last year after seeing the titans getting zach cunningham hell even when monty rice was out there like in the starting role before we got Zach Cunningham and before he got hurt, like he was playing good ball for us. 
Right. And I believe Monty Rice was a third round pick, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, I believe so, yeah. And, you know, I was talking to one of my other uh, buddies about this, and because he keeps up with college football more than I do, I'm, I'm more locked on to the NFL all the time, and he's kind of locked on to college more. And I asked him what he thought about uh them mocking Dean to the Titans. And he told me that, you know, that he thought there was more important positions of need, that he loves Dean and thinks that he'll be a long time inside linebacker. And that after Dean and the dude from Utah, uh, I'm not sure who that is, but he said it's a big drop off after those two. But again, if you're looking for a guy that you can develop and him you know, maybe play special teams. Like, I, I don't see a need in jumping for a guy that won't be a starter this year. Yeah, and he's right. I mean, this this linebacker um, core that's that's in this draft, it's probably one of the, you know, lowest amount as far as uh, – there's not many linebackers, not very deep is what I'm meaning to say. Um, right. But, yeah, after Dean, Lloyd, Brandon Smith from Penn State, there, there's not many – I mean, it, it is a really big drop-off. Uh, Benito from Oklahoma. Um, you know, I think if you're looking, like you said, I mean, we have Cunningham, we have Long, we have Rice. Um, if you're looking for a linebacker, I think at this point you're just looking for depth. You know, you could pick right. up a depth guy in the fourth round. You could pick up a, a depth linebacker in free agency that's not going to cost you a lot. You know what I mean? Um, right. You can see my cat going. Yeah. The... <laughs> <laughs> he, he going back there and getting comfy. Underneath the blanket there. But, yeah, um, <laughs> it's Titans rusty. But, anyways, um, yeah, I just I just don't see it, man. I just don't see us going like I mean, if they do, man, I, I'm gonna be so hot. Like, mm -hmm. even if they pick Dean, you know, because we're we're in this window still, right? Like we right. and I did a whole show on that. Are we still in the window? And we are, we're still in this window and and we need to go with necessity right now. I mean, um offensive tackle for me. Trevor Penning is my guy. I don't think he's going to fall to us, but there are some other guys. And I even think there's some guys you could possibly, if you don't trade back, I think there's some guys in the third round that'll fall, even tackles, mm -hmm. guard slash tackles of swing type of players that could fall to the third round and you could potentially get a starter out of them. Um, that's why I'm all... I, I'm honestly, man, I'm hoping they go wide receiver in the first. Um, I think there's going to be either, and, and I know you, you know, you got a topic on this, but I think there's either going to be, I think William's going to fall mm -hmm. possibly because of his injury. And I think um, if you trade back and you, you somehow get a second, you could possibly pick up Sky Moore in the second. You know? Right. Um, which I really like Sky more. I, the guy is, you know, he has, out of all the draft picks for wide receivers, the prospects, he has the second lowest drop percentage 
which is like 2%. He's a great route runner. I know he's not the the fastest guy in the draft, but he still right. runs a, like a 4-4 four, four flat. Um, runs great routes. I think he would fit perfect in this system. In my perfect world, if, if I'm doing the drafting, thank God I'm not doing the real drafting. <laughs> but in my perfect world, I would trade back you try and get you a, a low to mid second round and, a, and an extra third round if that's possible hmm. and try and pick up a guy like more if he's going to fall, you know, but then you run the risk of not getting him too. So, right. I don't know. And, you know, shout out to P shark with the let's tighten up podcast uh, says we'll trade back before taking a linebacker in the first and his yeah. opinion and I, I I agree. I think if we don't take a offensive lineman or a receiver in the first round, trade back is the next option there yeah. and try and get more picks. And he also says we do rarely draft year one starters when you think about it. Uh, Tighten up says Brandon Smith is a huge sleeper. Titans could get him in the third or fourth. And Clowney Super Bowl says – that they he still wants Clowney back. Um, I don't. <laughs> uh, I, when no, are you going to no change way. your name, Clowney Super Bowl? <laughs> you need to change it to Dupree Super Bowl. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and <laughs> you know my my buddy that I was talking to about all that, he said that you know Zion Johnson is a guy that you know he would rather take there or one of the receivers if they fall to the Titans, and you know I. I could see if the Titans don't trade back, I could see them taking a offensive lineman with that first pick simply because there's other teams ahead of the Titans that also need uh, receiver help. Like, so, and, you know, we'll definitely dive in to that some more, but just wanted to hit first on all these national media guys having the Titans take in a linebacker with their first pick when I just I don't see how or why they would do that. And now seems like a good time, Rossi, to hop into the best bets segment presented by DraftKings. And DraftKings has a great offer out there for new customers Two titles are up for grabs on the stacked UFC 273 fight card. You can join in the action on DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. New customers can bet $5 on any fighter and get $100 in free bets, whether they win or lose. So your new customers, you're guaranteed $100 in free bets if you just put $5 down on a the fighter. They don't have to win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still... Get in on the excitement. Everyone can play for a share of millions in prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy MMA Contest. Drop your lineup of fighters while staying under the salary cap and rack up points for strikes, takedowns, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Simple. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Throw down $5 on UFC 273 and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code TPPN this Saturday, so tonight, at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC. 
Must be 21 years older. Restrictions apply. You can see the show notes or description for more details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-NEXT-STEP, 1-800-522-4700-888-789-7777. Visit ccpg.org slash chat. 1-800-BETS-OFF. 1-877-770-STOP. 877-8-467-369 or text 467-369. Visit OPG r.org call or text the tn redline 1-800-889-9789 or 1-88-532-3500 and the i've been going back and forth on what my best bet would be for this show and just so everyone knows this is not betting advice because i'll just be honest bets haven't been going my way here lately (laughs) i usually and I've said this before, I like to parlay things and, you know, I, I see things adding up, see that bigger number get out there. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going with this. And usually one or two of those things doesn't hit. So I lose out on my bet. But the best bet that I'm giving everyone, Memphis plays the Pelicans tonight. Fixing to be heading into the playoffs here soon for the NBA. And I think Memphis is going to, I think they're going to go into the playoffs on a high note. And I'm taking the Memphis money line tonight. The odds are minus 255. So that's what I'm going with for the best bet this week. Hopefully it pays off. Uh, and again, this is not betting advice. So with the way my luck's going lately, you may hedge me. You may go with the Pelicans and you know double your money. So, But now we can get back to talking about the Titans. Uh, <laughs> Rossi going in the chat, trolling a little bit, saying that we should draft uh, Dean. Uh, Tighten up says if we take an O line in the first, get wide receiver in the third. Uh, I agree with that. And Rossi also hopping in on the chat, uh, going back to P Shark saying that we can get his guy Calvin Austin the third in the third as well. That's a mouthful there. Uh, but yeah, I like, uh, Calvin Austin as well. And speaking of receivers, Rossi, I went and checked out your latest video, wasn't able to catch it live, but you done a mock draft with your chat and man, something that I could not believe when I was watching it, because so far in every mock draft I've done, he's not fallen this low. I know yeah. a lot of people are saying even with his injury, they would be surprised if he fell outside of the top 15. But Jameson Williams from Alabama fell to you in your mock draft in the video. And I know you and your chat were talking about, hey, do we take him? You also had Burks who was still there, which I feel like if those two are there, you have to go with Williams. Yeah. And you were also talking about the offensive linemen that were still there. But if Williams is somehow still there at 26, I I think there's no question about it. The Titans have to go with him. Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, I, I think you have to 100%. I mean, he's a guy that 
and he's already running and stuff. There's there's some clips on Twitter of him, you know, working out and running. I think he's going to be fine. He's young, you know. Um, of course, you you know now if you draft him, you got two guys that you're trying to get back from an ACL, right? Um, which is worrisome. But I think with Williams, he's a guy that can come in you know, pretty much play right away. I think he'll be good to go by training camp. He should be. Um, but man, he, he's a playmaker. He's a game breaker. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's like one of those, you know, Tyreek Hill type of players. He, he runs under a four, three forty. He's, he's six, mm -hmm. two 190 pounds. Um, the guy is just a electric type of player. And if he's there, you get him now with, you know, walk the mocks a little different. Their their mm. rankings are a little different. I don't think their rankings are asinine or anything. I think they're right. pretty good rankings. Um, I like walk the mock because it's just it's a little different. It's not your status quo type of rankings, and I think that they're just taking in the fact the injury. Um, it's I don't think he's gonna fall to twenty six. I don't think there's right a chance in hell that he falls to 26. <laughs> but if he does, you know, he's a guy you take. I mean, with Traylon Burks, I just don't feel like he's the type of guy we need right now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you're looking for a guy that I just feel like Burks is just an outside guy. Like, I'm I'm not saying that he, he wouldn't be a starter. You know, right. wouldn't be a great player, but you already invested in Robert Woods. Um, you know, I think you need a guy that can come in and play that third spot that can play both spots, you know, that, mm -hmm. that slot or, um, the number two slot or spot. And I think Williams is one of those guys. Um, I just, I just don't see, man, you got to take him. I even had some drafts on walk the mock where Drake London fell, you oh, know, wow. and I'm like, that's a no brainer to me. Uh, Drake right. London is just, you know, Drake London's not super fast, but he's just a great player. You know, mm -hmm. um, I just, uh, also, I mean, you got to look at guys too, like John Mechie, um, mm -hmm. like P shark said, Calvin Austin guys that could fall. You know, I think Mechie is a second rounder. Um, I, I think if you, he's also coming off injury, He's also coming off injury, too. Um, now, like I said, Sky Moore is a guy that I really like. I think Sky Moore is, is a late-round first, early-to-mid-second type of guy. Um, I think he's another guy that would fit our system awesome. You know, right. a lot of people want Olave. I don't think Olave is going to fall mm -mm. at all. I just I don't see that. Um, but, I mean, it's a no-brainer to me if – if uh, if he fall if he falls, you got to take Williams. Um, right. I'm not as big on the Christian Watson guys. A lot of people are. Um, he's he's a project guy. I mean, he's in this draft class. He was last in drop percentage. Um, that's something. I mean, you, you got to watch out for. Now, if he's a guy that's available in the third round at our pick, if we don't trade back, then. Yeah, I mean, you, you you could take a flyer on him. But, you know, 
I love Calvin Austin. I, I really do. The only thing that I worry about Calvin Austin is he's so small. Right. You know, like, I mean, he's like 160 pounds or something like that. I mean, is he going to be able to take the 170? Is he going to be able to take the beating across the middle? You know? Well, and a, a thing that that makes me think back to, which you're talking about guys with two different, like, heights here. Like, yeah. you go back to last year with Devontae Smith, and that was the biggest knock on him is people were like, well, look how small he yeah. is. And, you know, will he be able to take these hits and everything? So, you know, I with Austin, I'm definitely not going to rule him out just because of his size. Yeah. Um, but going back to Williams – like you mentioned, that's a guy who, if he were to fall to the Titans, you know, we didn't get to see him run his 40. And that's the him and, uh, is it Mechie? Uh, is that how you say his name? The other receiver from Alabama? Mechie, yeah. Uh, both those guys, they were talking about them, you know, during the combine with how two of the faster receivers in the draft didn't even get to run because they because of their injuries. So, you know, he's – both of those guys are guys that can take the top off. But Williams is a guy who, you know, his routes are really good. You know, he can – he doesn't have to just go deep to burn you. He can run pretty much any route, get open, create yeah. that separation. He's got good hands. So, you know, that would be perfect, you know, if he fell for the Titans to grab him. Um, Just – gonna throw out a hypothetical to you here say for some odd reason you have williams you have olave you have um i'll throw burks in there and mm. uh london was the other receiver you mentioned right in the yeah for, say you have those four guys for some reason all still available at 26 yeah. Who would you go with? Um, that's a tough one. I I mean, you said Alave too. Mm -hmm. I I think I'd have to go with Alave. Um, just because I mean, for one thing, he's not injured, right? And I think he he offers a similar skill set to Williams, but you're getting a guy who's not injured. He's proven, right? Um, great hands. I I. Lave is just a another one of those players that he could come in and you know because he's not injured he could come in immediately and um and be a difference maker and right. Ryan Tannehill. So if it's which I don't think there's any mm -mm. there's a there's a small <laughs> chance that Williams could fall because of injuries. I just right. don't see Alave falling. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and that's what I was going to say. That's why I was throwing it out there just hypothetical because. All honesty, I don't see Olave falling. I would be so shocked if Williams fell to 26. Yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I would just be very shocked because, again, there's a lot of teams in front of the Titans who could use help at wide receiver. You have the Jets who, and we'll dive into that a little bit, they just they need to go draft a receiver mm. if they truly want someone. You have the Packers who 
you know, could use some receiver help. Uh, I'm sure Aaron Rodgers is lobbying for that, but we know how that usually goes. He tells the Packers, hey, go get me some weapons, and they draft a backup quarterback. Um, you have, uh, I'm trying to think of some other teams that would kind of be the Eagles. You know, they they could still target some more wide receivers. I know they just got Devontae Smith last year, and then they had gotten Jalen Rager the year before. But, you know, maybe they look to move on from Rager and get another guy in there. So, you know, it would be very hard for Olave or even Williams, I think, to fall to the Titans. And, you know, like you mentioned, there's still going to be guys there in the third round where if the Titans want to trade back into the second, there will still be receivers there that are really good. I I feel like this is a deep receiver class. There's offensive linemen who the Titans could pick up later in the draft. There's just – there's so many options at those two positions that I think whatever way the Titans go in the first round, they'll be okay with unless it's linebacker. This is interesting. Like, I don't know if you've ever checked out Walter football. Uh, I don't pretty cool site. Like it's uh, it's free, completely free. They do all, you know, all prospect stuff, draft stuff, but, Mm -hmm. um, I like them. Sometimes they're they're a little off, but they have Alave going to the Titans at twenty six. Wow, which is kind of crazy. And then they got they got Nakobe Dean going, Nakobe Dean going to Buffalo right before us. Well, hey, maybe that happens, and then and, you yeah. know we don't have to worry about them drafting a linebacker. <laughs> but uh, you know that that is surprising because definitely which I know, you know, mock drafts are not king by any means. It's not lock, just locked on, this is what teams are going to do. But, you know, out of all the mock drafts that I've done, I'm not sure out of all the ones you've done if he's fell or not. But I've never even had Olave available at through any of the ones that I've done. Me neither. And So, you know, that, and we've talked about this before, outside of like the top, five picks no one really knows how teams are gonna go with their draft but you know again these olave i I don't see him being there and uh the the ringer.com has (laughs) us picking logan hall an interior defensive lineman (laughs) like it's like do these guys do any like, we don't need somebody like that at all. Like, I mean, all you have to do is look at the roster. Like, it's right. It's insane. I was just kind of going through some of these, and it's wow. just – it's crazy, man. CBS has us picking Kenyon Green, which I don't think would be a bad choice because I think right. he plays – I think he can play tackle too Um, from what I understand. But right, it's just – these guys are so off base. It's just – it's like, crazy. But- it's very clear that the Titans offense is what needs work heading into this next season. Like the defense is locked up. Exactly. And they have us going defense in the first round. Uh, I I need it to make sense. Rossi help, help me make sense of this. Like, (laughs) I just don't understand. 
Well, I mean, you can't fix stupid and they're just stupid. <laughs> like another one has us, a lot of us had, a lot of them have us picking Zion Johnson too, which I, I would be cool with that pick. Right. I really like Zion Johnson. Um, any of those guys like Johnson, I would be okay with Johnson green. I mm-hmm. would absolutely, if Trevor Penning's there, I think, I mean, it just depends if Penning can play right tackle. You know, I don't, right. I don't really That's know. my biggest thing on him is I know that he's played left tackle and would he yeah. be able to – because, you know, as good as he is, you don't want to end up in kind of the same situation that you had with Raidens because Raidens played left tackle. You know, right. that that's all he played. So can, can he go over to that right side and play tackle because, you know, if – the mechanics are flipped essentially from what you do on the left side. So, you know, that would be my biggest question with him. Right. Um, and ESPN has green Bay picking Dotson at 22 and they don't even have Williams going. They got us picking trailing Burks. Williams goes 29th to Kansas city. Like, I mean, it's just, that that is what they're hoping and praying unbelievable. for. Like, I mean, Dotson's not even really projected in the first round. I mean, he right some drafts he is, but I mean, he's at best a late first round guy, early second round. Like, why would you pick Dotson over Williams or or Alave or anybody like that? It's just right. What the crap, man? And. Like we talked about, why, if Williams is still there on the board that late, why would the Titans take Burks over Williams? Exactly. I mean, I, I know he's coming off of injury, but J-Rob has shown he's not afraid to take guys coming off injury. Right. So, like, I, I don't see – that's what they're hoping for, though. They hope Williams falls to the Chiefs because then Mahomes gets another one of his fast weapons who can – do pretty much everything out there and get open right so i (laughs) i i don't understand that uh and now you know i mentioned this earlier the jets if they truly want a wide receiver they either need to plan on drafting a guy or they need to go after dk metcalf or debo samuel i mean debo samuel right now would seem like the best option to me for the Jets because apparently he's removed all of his 49er stuff from his Instagram. All that, yeah. Changed his picture on there. He's not happy with the 49ers right now because they're and you know, I I'm never really one for guys holding out or anything like that. And you know, we've saw Kyler Murray do some of the same stuff with removing all the Cardinal stuff from his Instagram. But Debo Samuel plays he he is the 49ers offense. I mean, he yeah. is. Just everything he does for that offense. And he deserves to get paid for sure. And it's sounding like maybe the 49ers aren't wanting to give him as much as he wants. And things are heating up, so if I'm the Jets, I'm actually looking at that situation and being like, let's go get Debo and leave A.J. Brown alone. 
all these Jets fans still, J-Rob comes out, says, basically says, hey, we're working with AJ. You know, we've been talking about a contract extension. We're just trying to get through this free agency first and then taking care of that. And that shut them up for a couple of days. But then everything started heating back up again. And it's kind of sad that Vrabel has to come back and essentially double down on Rich Eisen's show because Rich asked him, you know, hey, these A.J. Brown trade rumors, is is A.J. on the trading block? And Vrabel, I love his comment, not as long as I'm the head coach. Yeah. So now maybe Jets fans will shut up (laughs) about A.J. Brown coming to the Jets. And again, I think their focus needs to be on DK or Debo. What's your thoughts? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, we were talking about this before the show, but uh, Vrabel was on Pat McAfee, and, and if mm-hmm. you guys haven't watched it, y'all in the chat and everybody who watches this show, y'all need to go watch. It's about a twenty-five minute interview. It's it's awesome. And um, but they asked about him and AJ's relationship, and they're very close like Rabel mm-hmm. in, in, um, and I've heard this too from, from my, my source guy. He said that, you know, they're, they're almost like friends. Like they talk all the time. They text all the time. You know, it's more than just with Vrabel and AJ. It's more than just like a, I'm, I'm the coach and you're the player. Like right. they, and Vrabel's like that with a lot of his, a lot of his, uh, players, you know, He's a, he's a hands-on guy. He's, he's, um, and we know that, you know, by the way, mm-hmm. watching him coach, but with AJ, it's even on a deeper level. And that's coming from, from somebody that's, that works in the Titans facility that I've, that, that, that my source told me about that. And he said that. And so, you know, I think, I think you're, he's exactly right. What he said on Eisen's show, um, as long as he's the head coach, I don't think AJ is going anywhere. Um, no. As long as we can afford him. And, I mean, I think they're going to make it work. And I think AJ Brown, and he's posted on Twitter, I mm-hmm. think he wants to be a Titan for life. And right. I don't think AJ is one of those guys that is like, you know, I want to go to this team because I think they can win a Super Bowl. I think he's a loyal guy. Um, and I think he would take, I know he just wants a new contract. Right. You know? He wants to get paid. He wants to take care of his family, his mom and all that stuff. And I think once they offer him something, I don't think he's going to have to be the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL. Right. I think as long as he's top five, you know, I think he'll be happy and I think he'll stay with the Titans just because of his relationship with the Titans. You know, he's not far from home. Um, and I, I think he's comfortable here. And we all know, you know, AJ is a big, he voices his opinion about mental health and things like mm-hmm. that. I think that comfortability and, um, consistency and continuity and being with the same organization that you're comfortable with. They know how he is mentally. They know how to work with him. The relationship with Rabel. um, I think that he's just, he's going to stay with us regardless. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, like you said, the the relationship that those two have, you know, it's not like a coach and player like there. Yeah. And that's why, you know, I'm like, no, it, it's not going to happen. Jets fans, like, like you said, I'm pretty sure that when the Titans come to offer him something, AJ's not going to make it to where, okay, I have to be. Because, you know, there's a lot of players out there who they voice it, I want to be the highest paid guy at my position or the highest paid guy in the league. AJ, you know, his mindset is, I just want to be the best exactly in the game. Like, it's not, I want to be the high. I, I love this game, and I want to play this game to my best ability and be the best. So I think, you know, after the draft, everything, you know, we get on into closer to training camp. I think that's when we'll see the extension happen. And I have no doubt they'll offer him something and they'll work with him, make it happen. And, you know, I think they can afford him because really with these contracts, what it comes down to is how these contracts are worked out. How much is a signing bonus? You know, how many years is it? You can backload it, everything like that, and make it work. So I, I think AJ will be I, – I hope he's a Titan for life. I mean, yeah. I, I do. So – but, you know, even after Vrabel making those comments, I still saw some Jets fans. They were like, he can say that all he wants to. That doesn't mean anything. Right. You're telling me that a head coach and a GM talking, both of them are in agreement. AJ doesn't need to go anywhere. Like, if both of those parts are talking and saying, we need to make sure we keep him, Jets fans, <laughs> it does mean something when they say this. And it's, um, it's just all these people make comments of AJ. He's very active on Twitter, especially mm -hmm. for an NFL player. Um, he'll post stuff sometimes. And I, I think AJ's one of those people. He just, he wears his heart on his sleeve mm -hmm. and he just posts something, you know, right. and, and all these people think it means something, you know, when it does. And, <laughs> and it's like really cryptic stuff that he'll post, you know, and it's like, but to him, it, it doesn't mean anything. He's just posting what's on his mind. Um, right. You know, all these people reading into everything. Um, I just think it's dumb and, and I mean, you know, why would you give away your franchise, your, probably the best receiver, mm -hmm. at least in Titans franchise history. I don't know if going back to Oilers, but at least right. Titans franchise history, he is the best receiver we've ever seen, um, in Tennessee, in Nashville. Right. Um, I mean, you could course say Derek Mason um but as far as the ability the skill the you know the ability to um break tackles run after the catch he's he's like a Debo Samuel Samuel mm -hmm. you know if we use them like Debo he could be just like Debo you know right but, you know going across the middle going deep I mean the dude can do it all I think as long as he can stay healthy I really look for him this upcoming season to just really ball out, man. I, yeah. I think he's going to be incredible this upcoming season. I, I do too. And like you said, those tweets and everything, I'm going to say the majority of his tweets have nothing to do with football. No. And 
but people want to dive into them so much, like you mentioned. And it, you know, it's just when Jets fans start all these things up with the rumors, all that, then AJ just so happens to tweet something out that's, like you said, very kind of cryptic, probably has nothing to do with football. They take it as meaning something. Right. That just, that fuels them even more. But, Rossi, that's all I had for us to get into today. I appreciate you coming on again. Uh, everybody, y'all go make sure, if you haven't already, subscribe to him on YouTube, Titans Rossi. His link is in the description. Follow him on Twitter, at Titans Rossi. Make sure you go follow me on Twitter, at Titans underscore time. Follow on Instagram, Titans Time Podcast. If you haven't already subscribed here on YouTube, make sure you go do that. I really appreciate it. Again, trying to hit between 800 and 1,000 subscribers before the end of the year. Really appreciate everyone. Make sure you hit that like button. Share this video out. Go leave some more comments. Give us your thoughts. And also, go check out the audio version of this podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Again, I really appreciate it. Go follow us on those. Leave a five-star rating. Leave comments, questions. It Again, it, it just means a lot. This has been Titans Time, and as always, tighten up. Tighten up.